This week's episode of Free Circle Freedoms. I'm Ed Waters, your host, and this week we dive back into our reading of Visualized American Government, 1964 edition. This week we discuss the expansion of federal powers during periods of emergency. Let's waste no time and get into this episode of Free Circle Freedoms. Before we get into this week's episode, I have three quick quotes I want to read to you. First quote, you gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You must do the thing you think you cannot do. Eleanor Roosevelt. The second quote, We cannot overestimate the fervent love of liberty, the intelligent courage, and the sum of common sense with which our fathers made the great experiment of self-government. James A. Garfield. And then our last quote for this session. Posterity. You will never know how much it has cost my generation to preserve your freedom. I hope you will make good use of it. John Quincy Adams. Let's get into Free Circle Freedom's Visualized American Government, 1964 edition. I'm a podcaster, and I know how difficult podcasting can be, and sometimes it's hard to get audio out. An audio producer that I listen to here on Anchor, Rich Roberts, at Fireman Rich, he had a trouble with his audio, and I let him know via Twitter that Hey, Rich, you may want to fix your audio. It's hard to produce these audio shows sometimes, and acknowledgement is hard to get. Sometimes people will just let your audio be there like that instead of actually reaching out and saying, Hey, there's a problem with your audio. I'd really like to hear the rest of the story, kind of like Paul Harvey, you know. But it's important when you follow podcasters, if you feel that there's an error in their podcast or there is an issue with their podcast, believe me, that podcaster is very appreciative of you telling him, hey, you've got a problem with your audio. You may want to look at it. That's not an insult. That is actually a very big help for podcasters. I know sometimes it's hard to get back and listen to what you just recorded. So 
it's good to have those listeners that open up and just say, hey, you may want to check this out. It's not a bad thing. Rich, I would like to say thank you for the acknowledgement over there on Twitter for mentioning your audio. You produce wonderful audios, very intriguing and very informative. People do appreciate it, and acknowledgement once in a while is wonderful. Thank you for taking the time to produce the audios, and hey, sometimes it's good just to reach out. Thanks, Rich. of federal powers during periods of emergency. The United States, in the course of its history, has experienced three different types of crisis. Domestic violence, which includes a full-scale civil war, foreign war, and economic depression. These emergencies, in most cases, have made it necessary for the federal government to enlarge its functions and generally have resulted in the augmenting its authority and prestige. The promptness with which President Washington suppressed the Whiskey Insurrection of 1794 set an excellent precedence for the vigorous execution of federal laws. Lincoln's resolute leadership during the succession crisis of 1861 through 1865 saved the Union and firmly established the principle of national supremacy over the theory of states' rights. Besides evoking a stronger national spirit, our foreign wars, as well as the Civil War, have forced the federal government to adopt emergency measures, activities which in normal times might be considered unconstitutional, have been accepted without question in times of war. When the nation's welfare and perhaps its very existence were at stake. Specific instances abound. During the Civil War, Congress levied a tax on incomes which was upheld by the Supreme Court, but a similar measure enacted in the peacetime year of 1894 was declared unconstitutional. Following our entry into World War I, Congress passed the Espionage Act, which definitely restricted those individual liberties which are a part of the Bill of Rights. During the same conflict, and again briefly in World War II, The federal government took over the operation of the railroads, wartime controls over fuel, food, 
and other necessities introduced into our economic system during World War I were again imposed and greatly extended in World War II. Indeed, after Pearl Harbor, the production of many consumer goods was halted and the allocation of essential raw materials was strictly controlled by a system of rationing. In time of war, the power of our president expands because he is not only the chief executive, but also commander-in-chief of our military. As the nation's military leader, Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation, which declared, free all slaves in states or parts of states engaged in rebellion against the government of the United States. In the same capacity, he withheld the privilege of habeas corpus in political cases. In World War I, Congress granted President Wilson extraordinary powers to cope with the war emergency. In World War II, similar powers were extended to President Roosevelt. During the 1930s, we had ample proof that an economic crisis, such as a depression, may constitute as serious a menace to the nation's safety and well-being as a foreign war. Individuals, private philanthropists, and state and local governments finding themselves unable to cope with the tremendous problems of business stagnation, unemployment, and destitution turned to the federal government for leadership and assistance. The Supreme Court, for a time, took a conservative viewpoint towards some measures expanding federal authority and individual laws in several important instances, such as NRA and the AAA decisions. The court's attitude, however, shifted after 1937, taking into account changing social and economic conditions, as indeed it has done ever since the establishment of our government. The court permitted the federal government to employ its greatest power and resources to protect the social welfare on a national scale. Since 1936, no act of Congress had been held invalid by the court. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Free Circle Freedoms. Make sure you share, like, and subscribe, and join us next week when we dive back into our reading of 
Visualized American Government 1964 edition, where we are going to discuss development of the unwritten constitution, importance of custom and usage. Join us next week, right here for a very special week on Free Circle Freedoms. Ed out.